welcome to Here's the Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we discuss relationships through a male and female perspective. With me, as always, is the lovely Robbie. Hello, Jose. Hello. How are you? I am well. I am well. I'm excited. Me too. <laughs> getting juicy. It is getting juicy. So this is the, um, we're doing a series, right, on the Love is Blind, the Netflix show. Where um, the premise of it, and again, if, if you, you don't know, I'll just quickly kind of go over it. But essentially what happens is they take uh, male and females, they put them in these pods. They can speak to one another, but they don't know what they look like. They don't know what each other looks like. And so the concept is, can you find true love without actually seeing them first? In mm-hmm. other words, can you get emotionally attached um, and have good conversations? And will that sustain after mm-hmm. you you see one another. And so this one here is uh, season two, episode five. Mm-hmm. And so really, if you look at it, and I'm sure it's by design, but they take you through like the very beginning of a relationship when they're talking in the pods and mm-hmm. getting to know one another, and then they eventually gravitate towards people. Mm-hmm. And then they go into like, okay, now they're, they're kind of, um, what's the thing? Um, settling in with the person that they're going to be with. Mm -hmm. But like anything, there's a few love triangles, right? Because they're all dating. So Mm -hmm. there's situations where, you know, two girls might like the same guy Mm -hmm. or two guys might like the same girl. But ultimately, the premise is they're going to get married. Mm -hmm. So they have to, they can't have both, unfortunately, (laughs) right? Which is the dating world, right? Sometimes you have to make choices and sometimes... If you're dating two people at the same time, sorry, you can't have them both. Mm-hmm. You, gotta, you, only, you can only pick one. Yeah. Well, unless you live in a state yeah, where like that's Yeah, like sister allowed. wives or whatever. <laughs> like, well, you could have multiple wives, but yeah. I wonder, we'll get into this episode real quick, but I wonder if that really works. Like, I wonder if that, because they had shows about I've it. Never, I've never seen them. Yeah, I've never watched that show. I've seen it advertised a lot, but I... I don't understand it. So I think that's why I'm just like, I don't even want to see that. I don't know. It's, Do you think you could share absolutely a man not. With, a, with another woman? No. No? Really? I don't even want my man to be like friends with women. It's like, <laughs> no, dude. I don't I don't want to share. That's mine. Well, I, I, I get it. Well, let I me want ask all you this. of it. Let me ask you this. Do you think you could be in a relationship where you had two men? No, that sounds exhausting. Trying to <laughs> fix two guys. <laughs> I already have a full-time job. I can't, no. It's hard enough with one man. <laughs> I mean, what if one's already put together? I don't know. I, just, I, I find that fascinating. I wonder if we did a survey of like 100 women... What they would say if, if we asked them that question. Could you be married to two men at yeah, the same time? Yeah, write us and let us know. Do you think that would be, do you think that, that that would be the sentiment though? Is it it's too much work for two, to be with two guys? I would say the majority of women do not want two guys. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe things have changed. Maybe women are more like, eh, I don't know. Well, you know what I mean? Like a woman has different sides to her, right? Like every yeah. guy does, right? So... Let's say you have to, and I'm, I don't know how this conversation is going that way, but I'm just, just, I just want to get this out of my system. But let's say you have two men uh-huh. and one of them is more extrovert okay. and the other person is more introvert mm-hmm. and you're probably in the middle of that, right? So you, there's times when you do like to go out and have fun and enjoy yourself and there's times when you like to just 
stay at home and relax and maybe have a, a nice night at home. If you were in a situation where the one guy likes to go out, you can have and fulfill that need whenever the mood hits, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, because you know he likes to stay at home, you can actually hang out with him and during a different time. I would say the majority of people probably feel like, let's say that that world existed where there was, everybody was totally fine with it. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I if, know. If, if, ever, if I'm not hurting anyone's feelings, like everyone's right. cool. Yeah. And then there's no societal judgment on that either. Yeah. I don't know. Because like the guys could be friends. They could hang out. No, like they, I don't like that. Well, they're married. <laughs> <laughs> they would all be married together to one woman. But that's oh, what I'm saying. Like, I, I was thinking like dating. I'm sorry. Okay, no, so. but I'm just saying like, no, not dating. Well, you can date two. That is allowed, by the way. <laughs> you can date two guys at the same time. Yeah, but There's not. nothing wrong with that. But you shouldn't seriously date two guys at one time. Unless, like I said, if everyone's cool, like really cool, where they're not just saying they're cool. You know what I mean? No, like, but I'm talking about like marriage. You think you'd ever be married to two guys and those guys, like they hang out. They're like, let's say they're best do friends. Do I have to fix both of them? Or no, are they ready no, made? No, are they turnkey? Well, the thing, <laughs> yeah, for the most part, right? Obviously, they're two different people, but they know. get along just fine. They're, that would be hard for me to share my heart with two people. I don't know if I could do that. Because I think a guy would probably have a different um, answer to that. <laughs> I'm sure. But uh, to your point, there was one time I was watching, I forgot what it, it was a show. And it was one guy and he had two, I don't know if they were girlfriends at the time or they were married. I think they were girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And he said basically what you did. He was like, yeah, it sounds great on the surface, yeah. but you're dealing with two people that sometimes, you know, they get emotional. And so like, yeah. you, it is a lot of work. And he even acknowledged that. Like, yeah. Imagine like fighting with your girlfriend and your best friend at the same time. Where right. do you go? There's drama from every direction. I mean, when you can't it's go hot- to your girl's house cause she's tripping. You can't go Same. back home with your wife cause she's tripping too. But if it's harmonious, right? And don't get me wrong, any relationship, regardless, there's always going to be some trouble in paradise. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's an interesting... We need to do a show about that. But mm. <laughs> let's go ahead and get started here. Sorry, I went on a totally different uh, tangent there. So in this episode, it starts out with Danielle and Nick, mm. right? Which up until this point has been just wonderful, mm. right? They're the it's cutest couple. In the flower bed. Yeah, like... <laughs> He knew right away he wanted to be with her. He proposed like he was nervous Mm -hmm. about it. And she was also nervous about it, but also was like really attracted to him before Mm -hmm. they even met in person. And then when they met in person, they it it looked like they liked each other. They were getting along. But in the previous episode, she got sick. Mm -hmm. I don't know if she ate something or whatever. I think she did eat something, but she was like yakking and like just laying on the toilet, eating a piece of bread. Yes, which is a horrible. (laughs) And so, so they were having all the couples decided to meet downstairs at the bar or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. And my assumption was that he had a conversation. Nick had a conversation with Danielle and said, Hey, do you mind if I go? And I'm assuming she gave her blessing to say, fine. Well, don't you think the producers would be like, no, you can't stay in the room. You have to. No, I think they would have been fine if he didn't go. I think that was a conversation that he would have had with her. Or they knew that that was going to cause the conflict, which is what people tune in for. I mean, those those shows are meant to be like that. They're meant to have the drama. But I I remember a situation where I had a uh, girlfriend once and uh, we were out. We went to Vegas. 
and she wasn't feeling well. Mm-hmm. And I told her, hey, I can stay in, you know, stay with you tonight, whatever. I don't have to. And she's, we had already had plans to go meet downstairs with a bunch of friends. Mm-hmm. She insisted, no, you go. Don't worry about it. I'll be fine. Please go and enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. So like an idiot, I went. <laughs> Just kidding. No. <laughs> but I did go. And mm-hmm. so she was very understanding. And I probably would have done the same thing, right? If I was feeling bad, I don't want to spoil her time. I'd be like, yeah, go out with your friends. And if I feel any better, then I might go out there. So I really think just based on his personality Mm -hmm. that he probably had the conversation. Because if he didn't, that would have been a bigger fight. But what ended up happening was he went downstairs and she was feeling a certain kind of way about it. And so when he got back... Obviously, he didn't do anything, or at least according to what you saw in the previous episode, it's not like he was out flirting or doing anything. No, he was, he but was didn't she say she saw him talking to an unknown woman yeah. or something? He said, yeah, I saw you talking to so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, yeah, but like we were just talking or whatever. And you know, because you saw the previous episode, that it wasn't like he was trying to hit on anybody. Right, He's head right. over heels over. But the problem mm-hmm. was that Danielle had made it in her head. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what the reality was. Because she already has those same issues, but then you're in the room, you look terrible, you're sick, you're yeah. not out partying with all the attractive people on the beach, and then, but you, there goes your fiancé, mm. and he's all, like, happy, and, like, he's on vacation, and, you know... <laughs> That's a what good a, thing, though, And right? now all the girls were laughing at his jokes. And, like, you see that. I imagine her, like, you know, in the bushes, like, yeah, you know, peeking through. Like, I know, but that's what I'm saying. That's why we, when they, when the guy comes back home, we're already at 10. Well, she also, she also said in there that, um, that she was in the closet yeah. crying for, like, three hours. So, but what was interesting about that is that. Nick came back and he was completely blindsided. Right. Because he was like anxious to come back and talk about everybody else. Right. The little like, gossip. Ooh, yeah. Let me I'm tell saying, you. Hey, well, you know, he's excited. Like, ooh, let me tell you this. Mm-hmm. So he had a different mindset. Unfortunately for her, her world was yeah. much different. And it was interesting because, again, this whole episode is really around like a, a, the initial meeting, then getting to know each other. Then they went on vacation, the honeymoon. Now we're kind of moving into, okay. Where's the trouble in paradise? Mm-hmm. And it was interesting to watch them too because it was funny how fast it that, escalated. Yeah, it escalated really fast mm-hmm. because he started getting offended after a while. Like, right. wait a minute, you don't trust me? Like, you don't believe me? Right. And she was like, well, I have trust issues. So it was a trigger for her, yeah. unfortunately. But, but she made the misstep by saying when he asked her that to clarify, basically, she said, uh, she said, I don't trust anything. He said, yeah. not even me. She yeah. said, no. That's right. If she hadn't have said that, I mean, he was already upset because she was coming at him, yeah. but that's where she messed up. She shouldn't have said that. She should have said, it's not about you. I have these insecurities for other reasons or whatever. Right. Don't try to be like, no, I don't trust you. Why? He didn't do anything well, wrong. She's comparing him to every other relationship that she's yeah. been in which is an unfair comparison. Yeah. We right? all have done it from time to time. Sometimes you obviously do it. You're not really thinking about it in that way, but you cannot punish a new person for your past yeah. stuff. It's hard. It's hard because it's like, it's a trigger for you. And when your brain associates them being out with them mm-hmm. going to do something bad, it's a different person. But you, you know can. what? It's weird about that. It's almost taking that trauma and continuing that legacy because let's say that Nick and Danielle stay together for 10 years and it's that kind of stuff mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. 
if let's say he gets up the courage and he leaves or, you know what, like I've done that, I can't do this anymore. Right. He's going to get with someone else. And now he has a trigger because of Danielle <laughs> from her trigger. So you're just passing it on. It's a domino effect, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> and that's like fascinating. Isn't you're it? creating these things for other people that, that you know. It's, it's interesting, right? Because I try as much as possible Whenever I start a new relationship Mm -hmm. to start with a a fresh slate, Mm -hmm. like she's not my ex. Mm -hmm. She is a different person all the way around. Now, she's a woman just like the other two, but or like the other women or whatever, but but she's not them. Right. And so I... It forces me to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I have to. So I usually start out with giving them the benefit of the doubt. I've been betrayed. I've Mm -hmm. been this, that, and the other. I've been wronged. I've had my own trauma. But... Try to remind myself she is not. Yeah, and your conscience is clear because you're trying to do it the right way. Then you can judge them later based on things that they do to you. That's yeah. like, okay, well, you did X, Y, Z. But yeah, your conscience is clear because you're like, okay, this is a new person. You know, like you said, give them the bit of the doubt. I mean, it's it's funny that you can make up your mind about somebody mm. before they even do anything. <laughs> I've been on the receiving end of that, of being with guys that have had, you know, past like their girls cheated on them and things like that. And they Mm -hmm. come to me and they start treating me Mm -hmm. crazy. And I'm like, I haven't done anything. anything. So you need to stop accusing me every time I go get the mail that I'm sleeping with someone in that 30 seconds or whatever. Because then it is whether you would have done it if I had not mentioned it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, which one comes first? Do you make up your mind that it's going to happen and you put it out in the universe Mm -hmm. and then it happens? Or was it going to happen even if I didn't say anything? Mm -hmm. So my point being is that you get into this because if you accuse somebody, like you're cheating on me, you're cheating on me, you're cheating. If they're not, Mm -hmm. at some point, they might come up with the idea of like, well. Yeah, you're punishing me. Why not? Yeah. I mean, you already think I'm doing it. So, okay, fine. I guess I'll cheat. Yeah, that sounds like a guy thing to say. And I don't condone it, right? I don't think I it's know, right. But but I can see where the frustration... But it's also not right to accuse someone and be like that. Oh, that's for sure. not right either. For sure. I don't think so either. I think yeah. that's where people go wrong. Again, it's it's previous that's what I'm saying. It's baggage, like Danielle couldn't help her feelings, but you can help some of the things that you say, yeah. you know, and if if they've already talked about all those insecurities in the pot, so he knew all these things about her, but yeah. for her to be like, yeah, I don't even trust you, that was a misstep. Well, and I think, because I kind of felt like, and we've all done this, where you say it and immediately after it mm-hmm. comes out of your mouth, you're like, I should not have mm-hmm. said that. Why yeah. did I say that? And you can't help yourself. You're like, mm-hmm. why did I say that? I should have said it. I, I I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, he was upset. He was like, okay, because he got mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, all right, I'm out of here. And then he just like walks off. And then that's when she realizes like, oh, maybe I yeah. should. I made something out of nothing. And again, you know how I feel. Uh, reality is perception. Mm-hmm. Her perception, whatever was going on in her brain at that time, had nothing to do with the outside world and what really was going on. She had made up her mind in her head that he was out there doing something and he wasn't. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it turned into a fight and it turned into something else. But yeah, it escalated so fast. When mm-hmm. I see it, and I've been around people like couples that argue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the thing about it is, even I've done it. Like, I remember, and I'll just use myself. I was one time with, with somebody. We were having a pleasant evening. It was great. 
And then all of a sudden, I don't know where or how it started, but she started getting upset about something. I forgot what it was. It was something minor, I thought anyways. Mm -hmm. But she got upset. She started yelling. And I was like, whoa, what is happening here? And I even tried to tell her, like, what, what, what's, what's happening right now? Like, yeah. I don't understand. She got very emotional. I remember she... So she had some kind of trigger that didn't... Something. Yeah. yeah. And then she stormed out of the house. And I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> like, I, I was literally... If you could see Jose's eyes are really big right now. <laughs> <laughs> because I never experienced anything like that in my life. Mm. I get if I say something that offended you. But again, we were just having a pleasant evening. Yeah. And... I, I, I can't. I couldn't tell you right now what it was, but I do remember thinking, "Wow, what just happened?" Yeah. But, anyways, so the other thing. So there was another couple, Mallory and Salvador, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Now, a little bit of the backstory there, right? So, Salvador proposed to Mallory, right? Mm -hmm. But before then, Jarrett had proposed to Mallory, and Mallory. Um, said no. And then Salvador proposed to Mallory and she said yes. Right? Mm -hmm. So Jared had feelings for Mallory. This was before they met each other in person. So then fast forward, Jared proposed to Ayana and is it Ayana or I? Ayana. I, yeah, mm -hmm. Ayana. And so I'm now they're. with you in that name. It throws me off. I'm sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful name, but I just. Uh, anyways. Because but, you don't know anybody with that name. You're I think like. So maybe it's because. Well, I don't know anybody named Jarrett either. But, yeah, me neither. <laughs> but it sounds a lot like Jared. We just call him Jer Bear. No. <laughs> like I'm Mallory does. Throw up. Oh. <laughs> but, anyways. Um, so. So, anyways, Jared and Ayana are now engaged. Mm -hmm. So they had this, that group party, mm -hmm. right? Which is always like mm -hmm. the drama is stirring, mm -hmm. right? And so Jared took uh, Mallory to the side and they were having a conversation. Mm -hmm. And you can visibly see that Salvador was feeling a certain kind of way about that. Because yeah. that's my fiance. Mm -hmm. And I know he liked her because we we're in the same, like, yeah. it was very obvious. Mm -hmm. And now... They're having an intimate conversation mm -hmm. together, which was actually, if I remember correctly, <laughs> Shake was talking to Mallory at first mm -hmm. and Jared came in and is like, hey, man, give us a second. And, <laughs> and Shake was like, uh, OK. And he let me. He's engaged, too, mind you. But yeah. but nevertheless, Jared is talking to Mallory. Right. So they're having that conversation. And Salvador is just sitting there and he <laughs> starts to cry. Mm -hmm. I laugh and I shouldn't laugh. I'm sorry. But he did. He got emotional, right? He yeah. was feeling hurt. I'm sure jealous. I'm sure insecurities were popping and up. he had like, overheard some of the things they were talking about, did. which was not favorable. He did. He did. Now, what was interesting is, so he didn't do anything that night, mm -hmm. which was kind of a classy move yeah. because he didn't want to spoil the night. I yeah. think is part of the rationale. Or I think he even mentioned it. He didn't want to have the conversation while he was that emotional. Yeah. And I think that's very progressive of him because he understands that if I'm that emotional, mm -hmm. I probably won't hear anything you have to say. And they're both drunk at this point. This is never good. Um, yeah, a little alcohol. Everyone, if you're, <laughs> if you're both drunk, do not have an argument. Like it's going to go south yeah. Real fast. And we're going to get into the things that he heard. Mm. But before we do that, and so the next day, yeah, it was the next day, he confronts her about it. Mm -hmm. And is like they're having a glass of wine together or whatever. They're sitting around or something. And he starts telling her like, hey, 
What I have a problem with is he starts out by apologizing. Yeah, but Sal's that kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, we've established he's very sensitive. He, uh, I don't want to, I don't think that he's a doormat, but I think that he, I don't know why. I mean, we don't know what they're like in their other relationships, like post the show, mm -hmm. but he seemed very like trying to please Mallory, like almost too much. Like he was trying too hard. It's too where, diplomatic. Yes, yeah. Right. But like, I don't know. I think that's why I felt like, like I said, I don't know what he's like in his real life, but he seemed to be, I don't know, to apologize for, for her behavior is crazy. Well, he was apologizing for his. He was just like, I know, yeah, but based on her behavior, it's yeah, like it's warranted that sure. he's upset. For and sure. he did the gentleman thing. He was like, okay, I'm going to sleep on it. Let me cool off right. before I come being right. acting all crazy. Right. Listen, I look at Salvador and I'm like, if I had a daughter, I would love for him yeah, to be my daughter. <laughs> we love Sal over here. <laughs> like, yes, you could date Sal for sure. Like yeah. marry that guy. It's marriage material as mm -hmm. far as I'm concerned, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know... But he starts out, and I thought, um, starting out with an apology, because she got off really light. Because mm -hmm. she knew, and she was just like, yeah, I was going to get mad. <laughs> she kind of played it off, too. Like, yeah, I was a little upset about it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? Where's this conversation going? Mm -hmm. I, I, Salvador was, like, the wronged person. What was she here. upset about? She, she was just like, because I remember when, when, when she said it, she was like, well, yeah, like I was going to say something and I didn't whatever. And I didn't like the way you did that. And I'm like, whoa. So she didn't like, like that he was upset about it? I can't it? remember the details, but she mm. kind of played it off like, yeah, you should apologize. Like, I apology accepted. Mm. And I thought to myself, wow, she got <laughs> off light. Now, again, I'm not... I'm not saying anything bad about either one of them, but I was just like, I, when I saw it, I was yeah. like, I would not have handled it that way, right? Yeah. Not, and here's the reason why, okay? Because, and, and, and I tell my, my kids this, I have two boys, and one of them apologizes a lot, and I have to tell them, stop apologizing. Mm -hmm. Unless you did something wrong, right. then you should apologize. But other than that, don't apologize so much, right? Because you're you're taking the blame for other things. And if you don't like something, you need to say it. I'm not saying you need to be a jerk about it. But if you don't like something, you need to say, hey, I don't like that. Don't, you know, yeah. I, I don't appreciate that. That's my boundary. There's, It's okay to set healthy boundaries. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny. It made me think of, I, I may have told you this story in the past, but one time I was at a nail salon. And I was looking at like the colors or whatever. And this woman comes up behind me and I notice her at my peripheral and I say, oh, I'm sorry. And she said, what are you apologizing for? I was like, I don't know. And she's like, women <laughs> apologize yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah. She's like, you didn't do anything wrong. I was like, I know, right. but we are all conditioned. Uh, women, I feel like the majority of that, it's like, I don't know why I said it. It yeah. came out, but I didn't do anything. I think I think it comes from, and I, and I don't know, right? I don't know, but I would, if I had to guess, mm. it might be because typically women have been the peacemakers. Yeah. They're trying to keep peace. Maybe. And if they can divert it or, you know, not be confrontational, perhaps, yeah. maybe that's where it comes from. I know with my son... I kind of feel like it comes from um, him wanting to please everybody. Yeah. And he wants to please everybody. And he's like, well, I'll apologize if I have offended you, even though if I didn't, I'll still take the brunt of it because I just want peace. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what he does. But that's what I'm saying. And, and, you know, I would encourage everybody. It's okay to set a nice, healthy boundary. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I didn't appreciate that too much, right? Or I didn't like that. And let me tell you why. It made me feel this way or that yeah. way. 
if they continue doing it, then yeah, now you have a decision. Yeah, I don't know. I can't be with you, right? But you, you, you don't have to put up with something like that. Yeah. But you have to know who you are first, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, and I'm not saying anything, you know, I don't know what's going on there, but maybe he wanted to be the peacemaker. You know, he seems to be a, a very non-confrontational yeah. kind of guy, you know, very easygoing. Uh, I mean, if anything, even if he didn't want to confront Mallory, the fact that he didn't confront Jarrett even at that point, that would have been really hard for, I think, anyone to restrain themselves. Because, again, you're fueled by alcohol. You're upset. You hear these little nuggets of what they're talking about, which are extremely inappropriate. And you're on your honeymoon with this person. And so so it progressed from there, right? So. They left and they went to other people and this, that, but then they came back. Mm. So what happened in the this episode is they get out of the honeymoon. They mm. get they were in Mexico, I think Cancun. Now they went back and they're at a at an apartment together. Mm-hmm. So Salvador, and this is the reason why mm-hmm. he it was still gnawing at him. Yeah. Because he realized, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I apologize, but I was the one feeling Slighted, right? Like, yeah. not, I apologize. So he brings it up again, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, I just want to talk mm-hmm. a little bit more about." Wasn't that. she mad? She's like, "We already squashed this." Exactly. And, she was like, yeah. "Where is this coming from?" Yeah. And, but but you know, honestly, she had a point mm-hmm. because you made it sound like it was we're done. It's we're squashed, done, right? and now you're bringing it up again. Hey, why are we talking about it again? Exactly, and that's the reason why you don't. You want to get these out as diplomatic as possible, for sure. Yeah. But you have to get it out because it's just going to continue gnawing at you. Yeah. And it's going to come out. At least he had the the sense to like sit down and let's have another conversation. Mm-hmm. Most of the times in a very unhealthy relationship, what happens is it comes up in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> you break Way a plate. Way later and on. Like, and you're oh, like, you broke that plate. Well, at least I wasn't talking <laughs> at the beach. Like, wait a minute. What? What are you talking about? Yeah. Well, wait a minute. We've already squashed this. Why are we still right. arguing about the same thing? Well, if you look at it, the, the only thing that I saw that was a misstep on his part was he didn't tell her how he was feeling about it. Yeah. Right? Because his whole thing was, it's not even that she was wrong. Maybe that's just the way she is. Maybe it was, you know, innocent, whatever. The point being is that he felt a certain kind of way about it. Yeah. So that boundary needs to be set like, hey, I'm your fiance, Mm -hmm. which is weird because they've only known each other for a short amount of time. But nevertheless, I'm your fiance and I know he has feelings for you and you're having an intimate and we're supposed to be on a honeymoon. You're supposed to traditionally be speaking mm-hmm. more with me. I'm not saying like in a group setting for sure, yeah. but you guys were on one-on-one. And then he brings up, mm-hmm. well, I did overhear some things, which is just worse. So a couple things. A, she said something along the lines of, or what he heard anyways was, maybe we shouldn't get married or maybe I won't get married to him mm-hmm. or something like, like that. Like basically it's not an end-all be-all. Right. But anyways, um, so she was... Um, I understood her point because she's like, wait a minute, we already squashed this yeah. and she got off light. So, but now we're, you know, and he wanted to bring it up. So, okay, we're yeah. going to bring it up again. But that's what I'm saying. You shouldn't let things fester mm-hmm. and linger like that. You really, as much as possible, if you're in the right space, you need to get out of your system yeah. so that you can move forward, put it in your past and move on. But he brought it up again and he brought that up and then, you know, they started having a conversation about that. So, yeah. you know, she kind of. Like, hey, we're we're together now, mm-hmm. we're that, whatever, it did happen, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, yeah, and I would encourage anybody when something like that happens, 
maybe you do, maybe at the time, like you said, if you've had a few drinks, it's not appropriate yeah, to some, do it. But. Some people don't like that too. In my experience, there's been people where maybe you take that night to just process it and then you come back the next day and then they get mad at you like, why didn't you say anything last night? Um, and you try to explain to them, like, I was heated last night. I was, it was not the right time, but they're mad because it's still like you sat on it for a whole night. Yeah. So it's like, it's a, how do you win in that scenario if you're with someone like that? Well, you, what it's, it's the way I kind of look at it is if you know yourself and you know that if I bring this up now, mm-hmm. it's going to escalate really, really bad. Yeah. And I know that I need to take a minute. So I would explain that to them. Like, look, yeah, I need Even if you sleep. do and they're still mad because they felt like you could have said it last night. Yeah, yeah. No, even don't get me wrong. if you explain why you didn't. Fair but. enough. And they can have that opinion if they want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but again, them knowing each other, mm-hmm. like they, they need to know that about me, right? So if I'm the type of guy that, yeah, it bothers me at that time, but I'm not ready to have that discussion. Mm-hmm then I'm going to have to wait on it. Yeah. And that happens too. It, 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 there's many a times where like, let's say you've been out with your partner and your partner is visibly upset and mm-hmm. you don't know exactly, or you do, but you feel like maybe they're overreacting a little bit. Yeah. Either way, you have a choice. You can either, okay, let's leave mm-hmm. or <laughs> you can stay there and just say, okay, I'm going to deal with this tomorrow. Which is not smart. It's not, but it happens a lot of times because sometimes, and this happens too, it's like you're out and about, you're in a social gathering, right? In a party or whatever. Your partner does something that you don't like. You know you're in the doghouse. Mm-hmm. At that point, you might be like, you know what? I'm just going to have fun because yeah. I'm going to go home. We're going to argue. Yeah. We're going to fight. It's going to be a long night. I might as well enjoy myself now. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, it's not a, it's not a great strategy, but I can see how people... Would would come up with like, but eh, I think, yeah, but happen. I think sometimes too, the people who say like, well, you could have said this last night. It's almost like, and I'm not saying I'm above it. I'm sure I've done it too, but it's almost like a defense mechanism. Like, let me put a little bit of this blame on you mm-hmm. because I know I messed up. But oh, if yeah. I say like, well, you could have like, we could have squashed it last mm-hmm. night. Like, why didn't you? It's almost you know, it's you're trying to take some of that heat off of you. It's a pivot. Yeah, it's a pivot. It's taking that energy and throwing it back at them. Which yeah, and then even when you go into and you explain them like, no, this is the reason why I didn't, and I stick by my choice of not saying it that night, you know, now if you sit on it for a week or two, okay, that's a little long. Maybe I I would be like, if you come to me and we start finding about something that happened a month ago and I'm like, what the, like, why didn't you say it's been a whole month? That's different. Well, and okay. So we've been focusing on the person that's, that feels wronged, right. Mm -hmm. Or felt a certain kind of way. But I think where we also lose or what we don't talk about enough is the person supposedly that did the wrong thing or Mm -hmm. not even the wrong thing that made their partner feel a certain kind of way. Mm -hmm. They need to be in a space too. It's the same thing with Nick and and, and Danielle. Nick took it personally, Mm -hmm. as as did Mallory to a certain degree. She took it personally. But it's like, this is why couples struggle with it because it's like, no, no, you need to listen to your partner. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, I can see how your actions may may have hurt them. So you need to stop and pause because you did something. Now, when you get into that stance, right, you feel like, okay, 
I'm defensive now because mm-hmm. now you're judging me. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't do anything wrong in Nick's case. I didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. So now I'm upset that you've accused me of something. Yeah. But that's really, and I'm not, we all do that. We mm-hmm. all get defensive. That's why I like the fact that they're sitting down. But the person, like in Nick's case and even in Mallory, and this is hard because they're coming out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. They think they're doing okay. But really with, a, I don't know if it's a better approach, but a different approach might have been, okay, let me hear you out. Mm-hmm. What is it that you think that I did that was wrong? Right. Right. What 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 made you feel that kind of way? Because sometimes people just want to say it out loud. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. what if? Well, you what, can change your behavior too. Yeah. But you have to listen. If you're defensive, yeah, you can't listen. It's going to escalate really quickly, which is what happens. So let's just say this other approach you're talking about. If Nick had just sat quietly, let her say all of her feelings mm-hmm. when she's done. You say, I'm sorry that you felt that way, but baby, I, it wasn't like that. Let me explain whatever. Maybe she just had to get it out, yeah. which is, I think sometimes when you fight or whatever, it's like, you just need to say it out loud and then now you can deal with it. Well, she, she did it. It's yeah. just that he was already upset. So yeah. he was, but she, you're right. They talk it out. Mm-hmm. So she was talking and she's like, I think you did this. And I was sitting there crying and this, that, and the other. And then like, he was like, I forgot what he said, but then she also alluded to it. In the past, I had mm. these relations. If you just let them talk, they'll yeah. actually talk themselves. Like they'll hear themselves because right. they're the only ones talking. Because she probably knew she sounded crazy in that moment of like, he didn't do anything. Why am I flipping out? Right, right. That's why I'm saying if yeah. you just let them do that, it's like, or you can ask a question. It's like, well, why did you think that? Mm-hmm. Well, I saw you walking, whatever. I saw you talking. Okay. And you automatically think, you know, whatever, like talk to me. Mm-hmm. And then she can like almost, you can almost see it real time where she's like, yeah, that didn't sound right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because when you're in your own head, yeah. you're only seeing that perspective. You're mm-hmm. only seeing, it's very hard to play devil's advocate mm-hmm. with yourself. It's very difficult. You need somebody to bounce off or as you're talking, we've all had brilliant ideas. Yeah. And then we talk it out with our friends and they're like, uh, I don't know, buddy, that doesn't sound like a good idea. You know, if they had the option on the show, what probably would have happened in real life is Danielle would have called one of her girlfriends yeah. during this time. And if the girlfriend has her head on her shoulder, she would have said, Danielle, what is it exactly yeah. he's doing? But they don't have that. So right. like if you were in a relationship right. and something similar, you called me and I'm like, Jose, listen, yeah. you're freaking out. This is what's exactly. really happened. Like, give me the exactly. evidence. And then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But you, they don't have that, so she's just don't. reacting. That's what I'm saying. When you get into that situation, you almost have to stop for a second and say, okay, let me hear you out. Yeah. And if they start talking, sometimes they can also talk themselves out of it mm-hmm. and be like, well, this is why I am. And then what she did, she was like, well, I've had previous traumas mm-hmm. and this is why I felt Salvador didn't do that. But mm-hmm. I would imagine it came from a different space as well, right? Something we, it's, it's probably very difficult to find anybody that hasn't been wronged in one way or the other. But yeah. but nevertheless, you know, they, they went on there and they talked it out. So again, I have hope. <laughs> I have hope for those two. So the next yeah. couple, and this was interesting for me, but uh, Jared and Ayanna. Mm-hmm. And I just want to touch on that a little bit because they kind of came up with, the, they had the same discussion, you know, with mm-hmm. exes and this, that, and the other. But it was interesting because Jared took a, what I would like to call a very guy approach mm-hmm. where he was saying, because they were talking about exes and Ayanna asked him something. He was like, well, yeah, I I don't like to burn bridges. <laughs> 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 I 
And he's I think like, her well, reaction never... was like what a normal woman yeah. would be like, what are you talking because about? Because his scenario, his scenario, which was so funny, he's like, well, what if my ex I need is a job HR? later. Yeah. yeah, and she's in HR. And it's like, that's a valid. Be like, well, but she's a bartender right now, so I think you're good. <laughs> But it was but a very gonna, guy, yeah. It was a very, like, you don't want to burn that bridge. And But a woman like Ayana did will call you out on your, this I think, is like, that's well, ridiculous. Sometimes I kind of feel like even girls have done that in the past, too. Mm-hmm. Like, when they're saying, like, oh, well, I, you know, let's say, um, let's say that they dated their boss or whatever. We're yeah. under attack right now. We, <laughs> <laughs> we are, sorry. Um, but... Um, <laughs> But sometimes girls will do that too. Like they'll try to justify mm-hmm. hanging out with their exes, and they say, "Well, for this reason or that reason, whatever." I, I don't know how I feel about that because mm-hmm. I feel like exes are that they're ex right. in the past, and you should leave that in the past. Mm-hmm. And if that, especially if you, and I'm not saying you couldn't be friends with your exes. I'm you sure find that, new friends. Okay. You, I mean. It's going to hamper your relationships going forward. Right. It's really, I'm not, and I'm not talking about, um, you know, if you have children together, to yeah. a certain degree, you do have to you interact know we're talking with about them. Yeah. Not that. There's right. no reason why. And if you think, honestly, if you believe that's going to be a business connection for you, you better find another <laughs> connection because that is so I mean, silly. It's, it's hard. Well, I will say this. And like, let's say you do have an ex and y'all were really close friends or something. I, I, I can kind of see it, but most people usually do not feel comfortable right. with that. But that said, if the person is up front and they're like, hey, I have an ex, blah, 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 and like we're close, this, that, and the other. I mean, you have a choice. If they're up front about it, then you have a choice of whether or not you, you go forward yeah. in this relationship. And if you go forward, like you knew going into it, that by no means implies that you can't change your mind, by the way. Yeah. Right? It just means, okay, let me see if I can deal with this. I would not be able to. If I met a guy and he was like, just so you know, I'm really good friends with my ex and we hang out and blah, blah, blah. Nope. Sorry. Well, not for me. I mean, well, and we've had this conversation before in the past, but like, let's say you're with a new girl, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say y'all been dating for three months, four months, something like that. And then you go out to a group event and one of the people in the group mm-hmm. is somebody that you dated mm-hmm. and everybody socializing and everybody, like should you tell her beforehand your new girl that you and that other person had a relationship in the past or at least have been intimate or should you keep that to yourself because you know what i mean it's not like your best friends or anything but now yeah. you're in a social gathering and i've heard both points of view but i would love to hear your side of that i don't if you even decide to divulge that information <laughs> That night at the party is not the time Ooh. to say, hey, you see that girl over there? Yeah, I've been with her. Oof. That's not the time. Well, not like that. <laughs> well, okay. Even if you said it all politely, like, yeah, we had a history, whatever it is that you want to say, you're going to guarantee that's probably going to ruin your new girl's night because mm. then that's all we're going to be able to focus on is looking at that girl all night long. But if you don't tell her, don't you think she would be also offended? Only by that if you and that ex were... 
um, conversing maybe privately or something that maybe she saw it and didn't think anything of it. She's like, oh, he's just talking to some girl. It's fine. We're all friends here. But then you come back and be like, oh, you remember that girl that I was talking to in the corner? That's my ex. Right. Then, so let's say, obviously, A, you should never go out oh, and talk yeah, to her no. by herself. But no. here's where the scenario goes. You're with your your girlfriend, right? Your girlfriend. And then she comes up and starts talking to both of you. Now you're like that girl, that ex, she knows something that my new girl doesn't. Mm-hmm. And like not telling her at that moment, we weren't alone, but it's like, I can tell you from a guy's perspective, mm-hmm. guys don't like that. So right. like if I was dating a new girl mm-hmm. and a guy comes up that's supposedly acquaintance or a friend of hers and mm-hmm. we are all chatting and then she tells me, the next day, right. oh, by the way, me and him used to be feel like a chomp a little bit. Yes. Because it's like, you guys are in on a secret that right. I am not I, in on. I agree with you 100% on that. But here's the thing, and you could do the totally honest approach. When that person comes up and they say, hey, how's it going? You can say, oh, hey, Justin. Oh, uh, by the way, and you turn to your wife and say, this is my ex. You put it out there. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Don't know because that I mean, seems like it would be worse, but maybe no. It does because work. if you're establishing know. that, like you're letting your new partner know at that time, like I'm going to tell you immediately, we're going to do introductions. I'm going to tell you immediately how I know this person. So then, at that Ooh. point, like you said, you're not going to feel like a chump. But don't you're you going to know the new person would feel blindsided by that? Just a tad. If you didn't know that person was going to be at the party, why would it be? That's not your fault. No, if I'm, I'm say, somewhere said not to tell you. and my boyfriend's ex was there and he didn't say anything, but we also didn't converse with her. She was yeah. just there. Yeah. Then when we leave, you're like, hey, I didn't want to ruin your night, but I just want to let you know whatever. Oof. But I'm not going to feel slighted because they we weren't conversing with her. Right. It wasn't I didn't see them together. She didn't come up to me and we have that thing secret. He he. Mm. No, it was none of that. Well, it's not so much a secret, but the, the problem is, again, those two know. Right. So yeah. in the situation where you're with your new girlfriend and the ex is up there, I don't know. Like she might be playing a, a weird game that unfortunately my, my new girlfriend has no idea. Mm-hmm. Like maybe she's somewhat rude to her or something mm-hmm. like that. Or maybe they're not conversing with me, mm-hmm. but somehow they end up having a conversation. Mm-hmm. It's a tough situation, which which brings me to my next one, right? Because again, there's a lot of social events that they mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. Like the group uh, back on the show, they go out and they play volleyball together. Mm-hmm. And, like they're having fun and this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. But there's always, and it, it's got to be somewhat awkward because again, Jared proposed to Mallory and now yeah. Mallory and Sal, they're all playing volleyball together, including Diana. And it's like... Yeah. Like they were, he proposed to her and you know what I mean? And it's a social, it's a social event. So what do you Mm -hmm. do not go? I mean, in this case, everybody knows. Well, I will say for the, I would say for the woman, what we're trying to do is we're trying to show how fun we are in that sense. Cause if y'all want to say like, no, I don't want to play volleyball. You're like, oh, whatever. But it's like, let me be as fun and cute as possible. So I don't seem like I'm bitter about that. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's weird. You're right. It is Mm -hmm. situational. I I don't know what I would do. <laughs> there has been times when I didn't say anything and I was around somebody, maybe not an ex, but like there was something that, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was a fling of sorts, yeah. kind of, sort of. Um, and my new girlfriend didn't know, but it was nothing serious. It was yeah. just kind of like... I was going to say to you the caveat to that too, that, that again, is situational is you have to think of like... 
are you going to be in scenarios a lot where you're around this person? If no, (laughs) then maybe you don't have to say anything. You know, like if I went to a restaurant with my boyfriend and my ex was there, but my boyfriend didn't see him, why would I say it and ruin the night? I don't care about my ex. I probably won't see him again. It was a weird situation that we ended up at the same place, but why ruin the evening? Well, I kind of feel like it wouldn't necessarily ruin the evening. It For me, it could possibly, but I feel like, and again, I've done situations where I didn't tell them, right? Mm-hmm. But I do feel like, because I remember <laughs> I was on the fence. I was really mm-hmm. grappling with, should I say it? Should I not say it? Like Either well, you can say, if the guy doesn't want to be there, you say like, hey, can we go to another restaurant? I'll explain why in a second. And then you leave, Yeah, you know, and then you're like, hey, my ex was there. I don't, it didn't end well. I don't want to see her. Cool. But don't tell me at the beginning of dinner, my ex is right over there. For what? What's the well, point? Well, the reason why the rationale behind it would be more along the lines of, I want to give you the opportunity. If you're not comfortable, if you think it's going to ruin the night, then let's get the heck out of here. Because you're my number one, right? You're my girl now. Now, if you are like, hey, I don't care. That, that was in your past, right? You don't have any feelings. We're good. But if you're not yeah. having that interaction with your ex, or let's say that your ex does finally come over and do, you can play dumb. You can be like, oh, I didn't know they were here. I mean, you could, but but uh, this is the only reason in the scenario, like in that, you know, like let's say if we played that out, mm-hmm. and later on, like you didn't know, he mm-hmm. didn't say anything, and there was minimal or no interactions or whatever, mm-hmm. or you didn't know because you're not looking. Yeah. Maybe throughout the night she was giving him the dog eye, or maybe she was checking you out, but you were oblivious because yeah. you didn't know. And then, like a week or two later, one of his friends brings it up. And be like, hey, like, it was cool that you were hanging out, even though his ex was there. And, you know, she was really, you know, she was a certain yeah. kind of way with him. And you're going to be like, um. I don't yeah. want to think about that. Sure. Like, I'm just no, I, mean, I guess it dinner. depends on the person for sure. I don't know. But anyway. Maybe that's a conversation you have when you start dating someone of like, let me give you a scenario. You tell me. Yeah. What you would like me to do in that scenario. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't account for every scenario, but you'll find out one way or the other. Mm-hmm. However you handle it, it's probably going to be wrong. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, and then, of course, there was another uh, Shane and Natalie, mm-hmm. right? And they also have a bit, a bit of, a, of a tiff, if mm-hmm. you will, right? Mostly because it seems like their personalities are not jiving correctly Mm -hmm. or because he seems to be more outgoing he's an extrovert she not so much but that's not really what his he seems his complaint as far as i can tell Mm -hmm. or his grief is that she plays around and doesn't compliment yeah he needs those affirmations yeah she plays around but i think well hindsight's 2020 but i think he made it clear that that's what he desires. So why yeah. she's not picking up on that and be like, okay, maybe she doesn't agree with hundred percent, but it's harmless. You know, if someone needs a little bit more, maybe you tell them once a day, you're like, man, I really like you or I'm really, whatever. Yeah. But, and I'm going to play devil's advocate again. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I have to play devil's advocate, but does it also, do you have to be careful about that? Because you could also possibly be inflating their ego in a negative way. So if if I'm a guy, right, and I'm telling my girl, like, I look good, right? It's like, yeah, you look good. And then two hours later, like, I look so 
damn good. Yeah, like, I rolled my eyes bad. at that point. And that's what he has a problem with. Yeah. That right there. You're right. It's harmless. But he needs to have that. Yeah. And he's not getting it. And he'll go purposely ask you, ask her, aren't I the best in the world? Like, aren't I just yeah. the best? And she's like, yeah, sure, you're cool. But he's like, well, why don't you say it more? You need to say it more. You need to say, you need to tell me. That becomes problematic. If it were me, though, if I was Natalie, I would be like, I would want to know the root of that. I would oh, ask a sure. lot of questions of yeah. like, okay, I yes, you're attractive, but can we talk seriously for a moment? And like, what? <laughs> why do you have these insecurities? You seem to be doing X, Y, Z. I would want to know the root of that. I don't know if Natalie did that or if she just Not kind of... No, okay. They had a fight and he walked off. He yeah. stormed off and is like, I'm done. But I would ask a lot of questions about that because that's how you're going to have a successful relationship is finding out these things, figuring out, you know, if you know what their triggers are or why the they are the way they are, it's only going to help you later on navigate through those hard times. So Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. But, it, you know, again, that's why it's, it's so difficult because yeah. Natalie seems to be very confident in her, A, the relationship... Yeah. And she doesn't feel the need to constantly say, look how perfect we are. Yeah. Which and it is extreme. I mean, what he's wanting is, it does seem strange of like, why do you need it that much? Yeah. Where you, like you said, you have to be like, you are so great every day. I can understand a little bit of that, but I would want to know the root of that. Well, and I, I would also like venture to say if the roles were reversed, um, I think I don't think guys would have a problem with it. Like, so if I, if, if my girl was saying, "Hey, don't mm-hmm. I look good?" Like, damn right you do. Yeah, <laughs> the best looking. Oh my goodness! Like, I'm the luckiest one, and she could keep on saying, and I'll keep on complimenting her because I know yeah. that it makes her feel good. Yeah. I think it's, and I don't know, maybe I could be wrong, but the, the when you say that to, this is how I feel about it, right? You say that to. I'm a guy and I say that to my girlfriend or wife or whatever. It's okay because it's like, um, I do feel that way. I do think you're beautiful. I do think you're mm-hmm. great. I, I think you're fantastic. You look just gorgeous. And I'll keep on saying that. Mm-hmm. I don't think, it depends on the person. But if she were to go to extremes and flaunt it around other men mm-hmm. and try to make me jealous, I might have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. But if she's not, she's still like, she likes the compliments from me and me only. Yeah, if she wants affirmations from you, not right. other men. Right, Then exactly. it's okay. But I think what ends up happening on the reverse side, because men's egos tend to sometimes get out of hand. Mm-hmm. And when we start feeling like we are the best thing that God gave the world, mm-hmm. that could be hard on a relationship. Yeah. Right, because you're like, I'm the... The best thing. I'm the and when God's you do gift. that stuff for someone like me, it makes me not want to give you those comments, even if I want to, because you're so like that, which is not an attractive trait. Is it arrogance? Is that the word to describe it? Yeah, or cockiness. Yeah. I just don't like that. And when you do that, it makes me want to compliment you less when you're going to be yeah. like that, rather than me saying it on my own when you're like, damn, I look so good. Or it's like, it makes me worry about you that you're the type of person that has to say that out loud because yeah. you're that insecure that you have to say it out loud. Well, you know what's what's funny about that? And Natalie says it when she's doing her interview with the camera by mm-hmm. herself. She constantly comments on like how hot he is mm-hmm. and how wonderful he looks without a shirt mm-hmm. and like how great he is. It's just when they get in person... She doesn't do it as much, or maybe she does it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But when he keeps on fishing for more and more compliments, it's it annoying. She turns it around and, and plays a game right. with it and jokes about it. 
because I don't know if that's her attempt to like bring you back down to earth. <laughs> no, I think she's trying to say basically stop saying that kind of stuff without yeah. having to say that because she's thinking like, okay, if I tease and be like, no, you're not attractive or whatever, knowing that she's joking, obviously she's very attracted to him, yeah. but maybe she's trying to get him to stop that behavior rather than saying, why are you like that? Why do you do this yeah. and find out the root? You know, you know, which you know is what's, hard. You know what's interesting though? And now that I think about it, I don't know. I've had, you know, girlfriends and, and, and wives and stuff or wife. What? Are you ex-wife. a sister wife? No, I don't have sister wives. But <laughs> I've had um, significant others mm-hmm. compliment me in the past. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, it's really nice. Like, you know, I, I have a thing about compliments anyways. I don't mm-hmm. particularly care for them. But I thought it was a nice gesture. And I'm like, okay, cool. But now I wonder, are they bragging to other people about me? Because I wasn't there. So I don't know if that's something that women do. I don't know if women say, because I know that they're, you know, if things aren't going well, they, like, yeah. my man is horrible. But I wonder, does it work the other way? Like, I have a really good guy. And yeah, I, I would say awesome. if we're really happy in the relationship and I go have lunch with my girlfriend and she says, how are things with you and Bob? And then I'd be like, he's great and here's something sweet that he did or what I may think mm. of an, like an instance of like, yeah, just the other day he did this or, mm. you know, you may brag about a little bit or like if he's doing something in his career that's really, you're proud of him, you may be like, yeah, he just got this promotion. I'm so proud of him. You know, like you could do that. Yeah. If you're not it's happy. Better than, it's better than saying, yeah, he still works Crocs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's there. <laughs> he's at home in, in jean shorts and Crocs. <laughs> He's fine. You know, I would Bob. have melted those Bob's Crocs. But I'm just saying that, like, we will do a little of that if we're really happy. But if you're treating me bad and I'm unhappy, and things, yeah. you may not say anything at all, or you may lie and just be like, oh, yeah, things are good, and then move on because you don't want to get into well, that. One thing that I've learned, um, and it took me a while, but women talk. Women talk to other women a lot. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> like, I, men don't always talk as much about I I'm trying to think of a time that a guy friend of mine was talking to me about his girl hmm. and it's few and far between we just don't typically go straight to that well maybe not straight to that but I mean like if you're trying to catch up with the friend and you want to know like what's been going on with them and you know they're in a serious relationship why wouldn't you are you saying guys don't even ask no not, not even a little bit we might say, how is she doing or something like that. Do you but think that's it's because about the guys extent. don't want to, if things are not good, maybe they don't want to open up that can of worm? I, I don't know. I think typically guys just don't talk about it. Sometimes they do. If mm-hmm. they're on the rocks or, well, I'll say this much, if they've broken up, mm-hmm. you can't get them to shut up about her. But, uh, yeah. but in general, like if things are going good... Mm-hmm. They might make a comment here and there like, oh, yeah, she's good. She got a new job or, or yeah. something like that. But they don't go on about, oh, how wonderful she is. And I feel like so that I saw so that somewhere. I don't know if it was like in a stand-up sketch or something like that. I think it was. And the, the, he was talking about the difference between men and women. And he was like, oh, like, how's Bob doing? And he was like, he golfed with him all day long. He was in a cart with him 
all day long for like nine hours. And then he comes home and the wife says, oh, how are him and his wife doing? He's like, I don't know. Yeah. He's like, what do you mean you don't know? You were just in a golf cart with him for nine. He's like, it didn't come up. Didn't and then she's up. like, how did it not come up? We're but, talking about other things. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. He was saying that's the difference because women will find out all the juicy details about you. Yeah. Um, but guys is like, it didn't come up. Like, how? I think sometimes it might grow up, come up in a group setting. I, I think it really depends. And then you like, I think guys are more worried that if they say something, it might get back to her. So it's oh, probably not best to talk to be about smart. it at yeah. all. Because again, in that scenario. But if things are good. If things are good, great. But I'm just saying, let's say that, that, that whatever, I don't mm-hmm. know. And then you, in that same in that same scenario, and you go back and you tell your wife like, oh yeah, like she's she's been going through some stuff, and you know mm-hmm. she's not having a good time or whatever, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. She's gonna end up talking to that woman, and yeah. it's gonna come up again. And then you know the other girl might be like, mm-hmm. I can't believe Bob talked about. Me. Maybe we don't give guys as much credit as we should. They <laughs> they stay away from that whole territory. They did, but. Um, yeah, this was a good conversation. Yeah. It was a good episode all the way around. Yeah, so. it's it's getting a little bit more intense where I think we were, um, it was all kind of fun and games. And now it's like things are starting to, you know, unfortunately unravel and not in the greatest way. The honeymoon is over. What yeah. did you say? How long does it take before people finally three come months. to their senses? Three months? <laughs> three months to something else. Wasn't it like three months to two years? No, three months after three months, the goggles come off a little bit. So it's like, that's the pheromone thing. So after okay. three months... If, if the, I don't know, I don't know how to explain this, but if the pheromones were not like good three months would be, that's when it starts to go bad. That's when you start seeing everything. Yeah. And you start paying attention. It mm-hmm. can't be three months though. Is it three months? Okay. If it's three that, months, I think that's months. a pheromone thing though. It's not so much like, yeah, like in the first three months, you're still in that honeymoon phase, but that has some, that's something different. I wish I, I need to do more research about It's this. kind of the same <laughs> thing though, right? Because it's like you're. Uh, let's say giving them passes, if you will. On, yeah, I'd say maybe after things. three months, maybe at that point, that's when you probably have your first fight. You know what I mean? Like something's going to come up yeah. because you're trying to be on your best behavior. But after three months, you're like, okay, you're getting more comfortable. Maybe you have your first fight. And that's when you're like, okay, things yeah. are peeling. That onion is opening up. <laughs> and I would say this in general, I maybe it's because I'm getting older, but I don't particularly care for fights anymore. Yeah. I don't mind having a discussion, but a fight, oh, yeah. I don't like having fights anymore. Me I like either. to be as harmonious as possible. I know it's, sometimes it's hard to, but it's hard when you're in the moment and yeah. you get heated and you get upset. Yeah, and of course. It's happened to it us happens. all. But uh, as you get older, hopefully you can kind of control yourself a little bit more and kind of be like, okay. Yeah. I think when you're young, you probably equate that to passion, you know. Yeah. You want to defend. You want to fight. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, ooh, we're getting into it. As mm-hmm. you get older... Because there's something about after a fight, you feel spent, like nothing else. It's a different kind of spent. It's Mm -hmm. an emotional, in a bad way. (laughs) It is. But I will say a really good feeling is sometimes I will reflect if I'm in a long-term relationship and I'm like, I can't remember our last fight. Like it's been so long. I know it's a good feeling. It's like, okay. When was it? It must have been more than six months or whatever. I mean, like if you go long periods of time with nothing, I mean, I'm not talking about like little things, but you yeah. know, an actual fight. It's like, I like it. It feels good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. 
Great conversation as always. And mm-hmm. I guess we'll see how these young kids do yes. as we go forward. Uh, yes. I have hope for all of them, but uh, some of them, I don't know. Mm, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Some of the rose, rose glasses are coming <laughs> I, off. I, I always want people to, to make it in their relationships. I, I yeah. really do. I root for them, but... Um, Sometimes it works out and sometimes not so much. So we'll see. I guess when we do episode six, we'll see how that all works out. Yes. (laughs) All right, Robbie. Till next time. Bye. All right. Bye.